Welcome to Because You Need to Know. I'm Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Hello, my name is Claire Prather, and I want to thank Edwin for the opportunity today. I live in Cedar Park, Texas, which is a suburb of Austin. I am a driving adoption program analyst in knowledge management and transfer, and I'm also a certified knowledge practitioner. I love knowledge management because I was introduced to it um, by my mentor, Larry Parson. Uh, he was the person that hired me and served as my manager. Larry also always created a, an environment which was a safe place and, you know, allowed employees to speak their mind and be creative without any kind of negative consequences, which basically created a culture that empowered individuals to be high performers. Uh, he was extremely passionate about knowledge management, which is very contagious. So Larry also taught us to always wear our KM coat, which stands to create, organize, apply, and transfer uh, knowledge. Um, unfortunately, he's no longer with us at the IRS. He has since retired, but you know he's truly missed here. So I'm hoping that you'll just communicate with him immediately after the show to say, you need to be on this podcast. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, we're very excited to share this with Larry. Uh, my name is April Buckland, and um, I, along with Clara, uh, work in the driving adoption team of knowledge management within the Internal Revenue Service. Um, I'm also a certified knowledge management practitioner, and I do have a certification in, in change management, which, as we all know, plays an intricate role in any type of knowledge management um, activity. I absolutely love working in knowledge management, really because of the abstract nature of the work um, that we get to do when it comes to knowledge management. And probably my most fantastic experience uh, was being a part of the initial rollout of the service-wide knowledge management effort within the inter Internal Revenue Service. Seeing how knowledge management has grown and matured uh, within the agency has been really exciting and um, something that, that I've truly enjoyed being a, a part of. So when did that happen? What year was that? Back in 2015, the agency actually began a service-wide effort. And what we found at that time was we, we had many knowledge management initiatives going on throughout the agency. The way that the agency is, is set up is, of course, we have different business units. And we had business units that had very robust knowledge management programs, but what we were lacking in the agency was kind of that overarching KM effort. Uh, so what we were able to do is take some of those early champions of knowledge management, bringing them together and actually giving them a forum to share their best practices, as well as to help the agency implement this service-wide plan. So from 2015, we went on to um, actually establishing that service-wide effort. Is there an actual chief knowledge officer in this framework, or is it still just kind of you're planting seeds around the organization? We have a, not, a chief learning officer. That's where KM falls in, as okay. well as our knowledge management advisory council, which is comprised mm. of the executives across the service representing all of the different business units. Sweet. That's a great idea. How long did it take to figure that you needed that? From the very beginning, one of our early champions 
Yeah, David Moe was an executive that actually began this service-wide initiative, uh, and he recognized yet that importance at the very beginning. Is 100% of your focus uh, internal? I mean, is your knowledge management just for the internal mechanisms of communicating and doing business? It is internal. However, we do help other federal agencies because we have such a robust program. So we help them get their knowledge uh, management program off the ground or or help it to progress. We do um, different presentations with like U.S. Mint. Um, we have an upcoming one with the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. What you're saying that other governmental agencies are leaning on your knowledge to figure this out for themselves. Yes. So, do we need a chief knowledge officer at the president, vice president level? I think that's a great idea. We absolutely do. Why not? Why not? Why not have a CKO (laughs) of government, of the big enterprise? Right. right. All right. Well, let's go. Let's make. Let's make it happen. Let's. Let's do it. And I I think as an early adopter of KM, and and the fact that the IRS has a well-established program. It's also our responsibility to share that with other agencies that want to implement. So we have a strong... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what do you mean it's your responsibility? Who said this? Who said go forth and populate the whole government with this? Who said that? Um, I think pretty much any KEM champion should really have that uh, mindset. Oh, see, I don't, I'm not, I'm not connecting the dots here because I've worked in bureaucracy before. Not to say the IRS is a bureaucracy, but oh no, I'm not saying that. I'm just (laughs) saying as an old army guy, I know what it looks like over there. So I'm just curious, was that an ownership that you guys just took on or did someone challenge to say, hey, you know, you, you need to spread the joy around the world here. Let's go. Well, it's it's actually part of the commitments of the IRS and our strategic plan would be to collaborate with external stakeholders. Other agencies are certainly a stakeholder within knowledge management. Um, again, as a knowledge management uh, practitioner, you know, you're, you're looking at being able to not only make your program a, a success, but help others who are interested in, in that, right? So why should they begin at recreating the wheel when we can give them wow. some you know, insight on how we started, what our lessons learned were, and how they can most successfully implement knowledge management? Well, you've, I'm impressed. I am totally impressed. So what's the biggest impact do you think you've had into what agency have you had it? Uh, I would say Treasury at the Treasury level. We currently, Claire and I currently lead the Learning Leaders Council within Treasury. And these are all learning leaders that represent the different bureaus. We have a working group, um, so we're sharing our best practices with them. Um, So at a Treasury level, this is a huge interest uh, in being able to implement knowledge management uh, but again, we we have reached out to many agencies to help them. Hmm. Most recently, we have collaborated with NSA and the IRS is part of their um, knowledge management speaker series for FY21. That is just so heartening to to know that this is all going on. It, as a as a KM passionate on the planet, this is good news. So tell me something I don't know, yeah. Clara. Tell me something I don't know. I would add also to what April was saying, by us collaborating with other agencies, 
we learn from them and how to sure. improve our program as well. Like, like she stated with the Leaders Learning Council, they were very excited about our um, SHODS program, which are self-help online tutorials. They're basically, it consists of micro-learning. They're three-minute or less videos. And our project uh, lead on that, Kelly Barrett, uh, connected with them in order to try to help them create videos. The generations that are coming forth, we, we learn better with videos. We all watch yeah, YouTube. Yeah. That's one of, of, of a huge favorites, you know, amongst the population within the IRS. So how, how much innovation happens? Do you see a lot of innovation? And, and I ask that because here again, as an old soldier, it's hard to change mechanisms sometimes and or people. What helps your delivery? Do you guys actually engage innovation as an outcome or is that something that's part of your view? Absolutely. I think one of the things that we all recognize is that knowledge management will never be a one size fits all approach. So that's where your innovation comes in. What is your knowledge need? What is the type of knowledge that you're trying to capture? You can't fit that into one particular category. So innovation is extremely important in the continual growth of knowledge management, making sure that we are creating new tools and solutions to address that need. As Clara mentioned, these what we call the shock videos or these three-minute or less videos are an extremely huge success. Yeah, that I, I like that idea because you're right. The the small edible bites are easily consumable, understandable, transferable versus another way to transfer knowledge, which would be written text or or what are some other format. So I like the idea of that. And every you're right. Everybody's used to video consumption anyway, uh, and it becomes an easy transfer. What's the biggest challenge? What's the, and, and you're both working remotely today. So what's the biggest challenge, not just remote work, because KM was always designed to work wherever, doesn't matter as long as we have internet. What's the biggest challenge do you see, not just for your organization? Well, let's go with your organization first. What's the biggest challenge in knowledge management where you are? And what's the future industry unspecific? I mean, just society. I think one of the challenges, like we have 28 business units and we're trying to get everyone to use some sort of knowledge management tool or solution. You have to get like leadership buy-in. And so I, I would say that is a challenge. I mean, we do have a lot of business units using our program, but you know, you have to find that what's in it for me approach. Why should I want to use your knowledge management tools and solutions? I think that's something that we're always, you know, working on to get them there. Once they once they use the tools, they they see the benefits and of course they love using it. But right. it's just, you know, at yeah. that that buy-in. Yeah, trying to get them to the the start line at least. Come on, come on, you can do right, it. Right, right. And this really begins kind of that change management component in my mindset. So one of the biggest challenges that our agency found was that we had kind of a tendency to hoard information. Again, there were those vertical silos when it came to knowledge management, and it was really a culture change within the IRS. The idea of openly sharing information. I like to, to think of it as shameless reuse, right? Like there's no shame in sharing your information or learning something from, from someone else. So um, we did have to you know, begin to overcome that, that cultural change and the tendency to feel like 
everything needed to be safeguarded. As you can imagine at the IRS, there's lots of information that's very critical to be safeguarded, but seeing the difference between work processes, sharing that information, and that that we truly safeguard as a protection to our taxpayers. So what's the best thing your organization does? And I ask that around the three legs of KM and four legs if you want to throw in governance, but is it people, process, or technology? What's your strong suit? Our people, of course. They're the ones who hold Mm. the knowledge. So they're the most important and vital to our success of our program Um, because a lot of our employees, you know, the IRS and, and other agencies, we're an anomaly. A lot of people have our season. They stay at the IRS once they come in. Um, so sometimes they don't think to use knowledge management and, and, and they hoard their stuff because they know how to do their job. But they have to also consider uh, we don't necessarily have turnover as far as leaving, but we have turnover in the sense of career advancement. And so then it's like, hey, we're losing that knowledge because, you know, you're moving up and and you're being more successful or becoming, you know, in a management role or something. And we and we need to know that information. What do you think? I would absolutely agree with that. I think that one of the strongest points of knowledge management is that from the very beginning and that service wide approach, the focus was always on the people how they needed to gather that information, how they currently access the information, and what best um, avenues that that they needed in order to have the knowledge at the tip of their fingers when they needed it, including that people component was a huge success. Okay, so if the heavy focus, I'll say, is around the people and their operational capacity to do what they do and share knowledge, how do you hire for that? Is it in every job description that knowledge will be shared? It isn't maybe in every knowledge, any job description, uh, but one of the successes that our program has had is that we have just recently been able to implement knowledge management into the onboarding process. So from the very beginning of an employee's career, they are learning about knowledge management, the tools and solutions that are out there, and we're planting that seed from the very beginning. Recognize areas in which knowledge management can improve your work processes and bring that to your leadership. Yeah, no, that's fabulous. Is there an education track as a government agency? Is there an educational track that you want future knowledge management people to have experience in. Are you starting to look as that as formal education around knowledge management also? April can elaborate more. We have certified knowledge um, practitioner training from the Knowledge Management Institute. Right now we have 150 licenses and we're out here getting people to become certified knowledge management practitioner. April is one of the instructors. And so that's how they're getting that education, formal training, understanding the knowledge management methodology, um, and, and how can it be applied. And we have some, you know, very targeted audience when it comes to this education initiative right now. We have a knowledge management advisory council. This is comprised of executives throughout the agency. We ask that they complete this certified knowledge management practitioner training, as well as we have business unit representatives, which are embedded within the agency. So we train them on the specific 
tools and solutions related to knowledge management here, giving them a basic understanding of knowledge management. And then they serve as our internal liaison, right? They're the ones that have the finger on the pulse they can determine what the needs are of their business units. Um, so we're kind of spreading out, you know, within the agency, individuals that specialize and are trained in knowledge management. Does it become an awareness piece across all jobs, key individuals at certain levels and or spaces that are making sure KM is done? That's the important part of having a communication plan that is reaching all parts of the agency. So we may have some individuals that are specialized and trained in knowledge management, but building that awareness, and that's something that that Claire and I work to do every day, uh, is making sure that our communication plan is reaching the agency um, and reaching all levels within the agency and our workforce. So what are the metrics? What are you measuring success by? Well, we have like an executive dashboard. And so some of our tools and solutions are like we have the virtual library, communities of practice, and we have the self-help online tutorials. So for example, with the shot, that is being measured by how many videos are being created, with a community of practice, how many of those have been created and made. And then with the virtual library, that's using the taxonomy uh, method. They're like how many knowledge bases are created, how many pages are on those um, different knowledge bases so that you can see the the success and the growth of the program. That's a very tricky piece to, to knowledge management and something that anyone in any organization or agency, you know, would want to know is exactly how do you measure something that is intangible like knowledge management. So we do have metrics in place to, you know, look at number of hits that we're getting, those that are actually using the tools and solutions. But then it also comes down to um, how is knowledge management helping our workforce decrease time to competency? How is it that they're um, saving time throughout the day and finding and locating the knowledge that they need to complete a particular task? What is that return on investment? Um, As you can imagine in the IRS, we're numbers people, right? Especially our leadership, they want to see what is our return on investment. So metrics is something that is constantly evolving as our program has evolved and it's consistently looking at ways that we can show that we are getting a positive return um, on our investment. That, that always seems to be a weak link, and that's why I wanted to ask is because uh, a lot of organizations will institute a some sort of solution to address knowledge flow in some form or fashion, but not really think about, okay, so we've done the spend, the amount of money is spent, uh, we're committed to this, but how do we know effect? And the effect is where the money is, right? The downstream, and it's not just content for content's sake. It's got to be usable, transferable, and achievable to some kind of outcome. And if it's not aligned to outcomes of what your organization is supposed to be doing, it doesn't, it's, it shouldn't be measured, or at least it, it, it's a false measure if it doesn't follow the track of production or mission. What is your definition of knowledge management? And then we'll go to the IRS's uh, definition of KM. Clara, would you like to go first? I would say knowledge management is a a collection of information and experiences that is put in a structured format, which basically allows the information to be transferred to the the right people at the right time that, that need to use the knowledge. Okay. 
I like it. April. Oh. You're researching. You're researching stuff over there. I can see you. You're like, I better just from the heart. Tell me. Yeah, actually, I actually don't want to get the official IRS definition wrong, but um, I will give you my definition, which is maybe a little different perspective to look at it. Particularly, I'm not crazy about the word management because I think that seems very formal. Sometimes we say knowledge management and our workforce and we've heard from individuals was, well, that sounds like a management thing, right? So I like to focus on knowledge. And um, what's always come to mind for me or made that connection in knowledge management is that we've heard the, the quote, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. My definition of knowledge is knowledge is in the eye of the beholder, right? I may tell you something and that may be relevant. So it's going to be knowledge to you. To someone else, it may just be information, not necessarily knowledge. And the management piece to me, instead of management, I like to think of it as kind of making the magic happen. So we're bringing that knowledge, but we're, we're again, that knowledge, what's knowledgeable to me may not be knowledgeable to you. No, I, I get you. And, and it's not only the, the effect that it's just information. It may be noise. To the receiver, it's like Ugh, I, I don't even understand what you're talking about. Right. Um, so yeah, that it's 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 all perception. It, a lot of it is perception, and it's an internal mechanism. And one thing that's come up on this show over and over again, and my background is in stewardship of natural resources, specifically timbers. This is my old life and genetic code. The interesting thing is that what I keep hearing, because I've heard the pushback on the term management and it's more leadership than it is management. What if we just called it uh, in a stewardship way, knowledge farming? What if we were like, if we really labeled it to be an agricultural product like farming, uh, knowledge farming is all about growth and perpetuating and perfecting and, and maximizing and picking the weeds and getting rid of the junk and kind of clearing out the everything to maximize growth. Any last words of wisdom? Make sure that you're consistently reviewing your KM program, making the changes where necessary. Just like when we talked about metrics, when we began our KM program, the metrics that were important then may not be the metrics that are important now. So constantly looking at your program, improving it, and learning from the experiences that you've had. I'll give you the mic here in a minute, Clara. The thing for me, when you said that, all I could think of was a ship's captain having a navigator. You constantly have a navigator on a ship's path because you've got a set path, okay, but everything happens in between, so you have to change the navigation. So you have to navigate the waters all the time. Clara? I think everybody is always participating in knowledge management without even knowing. I, I think we're all knowledge workers. Um, and we're always having information and, and we're applying it to our daily lives. So I, I feel like it's important for people to know that, that you know, you are a knowledge worker and, and you're part of this and you can always be a KM yeah. champion. Yeah, that's, that, that's a beautiful note to end on. Thank you very much for being here today. I appreciate you here. We appreciate you having us. Thank you for having us. Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services. 
a nonprofit tax exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.